Well, good morning, everyone. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Our readings this week all revolve around the theme of the transformative power of the Christian life. In the Gospel, Jesus rebukes St. Peter because he is thinking like a human being and not like God. What does that mean, to think like God? Jesus gives a profound but paradoxical answer. Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will find it. We Christians are called to a different standard, to a higher standard than the world offers. Thus, St. Paul writes to the Romans that we are to give ourselves as a living sacrifice of spiritual worship. Do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. We have yet another example of such a renewed life in the first reading from the prophet Jeremiah, who followed the Lord even though he became an object of mockery and violence. But he had no choice, for the word of the Lord was like a fire burning in his heart. How many of us, I wonder, feel ourselves on fire for the word of God? How many of us have conformed ourselves to the world and not to Christ? How many of us have actually denied ourselves and taken up our crosses to follow him? And yet that is the call, the vocation, to be a Christian, not to be a priest or a monk or a nun, but to be a Christian. Each one of us is called to deny ourselves, to take up our cross, and to follow him with heart and mind transformed, judging not by the standards of this world, but with the mind of God. Well, how are we to do that? The Christian life is one of conversion, both for those who are born into the faith as well as for those who convert from other faiths or from no faith at all. Conversion means turning away from the things of this world, from false values and selfish desires. It means turning away from things which cannot last and turning toward that good which endures forever. This past week, we celebrated the feast of a famous convert, St. Augustine of Hippo. Augustine was born in the year 354 in the Roman, Roman province of Africa, the country now known as Algeria. His father was a pagan and his mother, Monica, was a Christian who was famous for maternal love, perseverance, and patience. Augustine, like many Christian children at that time, was instructed in the faith but was not baptized as a child. He was a brilliant student who was sent to Carthage for his higher education. And like many who went off to college, he got into some disreputable company. He had many sexual exploits. He took a mistress and had a child by her. It was of this period of his life that Augustine said, as a youth I prayed, Lord, give me chastity, but not yet. He also became a disciple of the Manichaeans who were followers of a dualistic Eastern religion. He became a famous professor who left Carthage to teach in Rome and later in Milan, then the capital of the Western Roman Empire. There he came under the influence of St. Ambrose, the bishop of the city, 
who was a great poet and theologian, as well as an outstanding public figure. Augustine's mother also followed him to Milan and urged him to convert and to make a suitable marriage. He dismissed his mistress, but at the age of 32, he was still unsure about what to do with his life. One day, some friends came and brought the biography of St. Anthony of Egypt, which had been written by St. Athanasius. It told the story of a wealthy young man who, when his parents died and he had inherited their estate, went to church and heard the words similar to the words we just heard in the gospel. If you would be perfect, go, sell everything you have and give to the poor, and come, take up your cross, and follow me. St. Anthony did precisely that. He sold his possessions and went out into the desert to become a monk. Augustine was profoundly moved by this story, and he went alone into his garden to meditate upon it. As he was struggling with his emotions, he heard the voice of a child singing, Tole lege, tole lege, take up and read, take up and read. He found a copy of the New Testament and opened it at random to the 13th chapter of St. Paul's letter to the Romans, where he read these words. The night is far gone, the day is at hand. Let us then cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us conduct ourselves becomingly as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify, to gratify its desires. These words of St. Paul spoke directly to his situation and brought a profound sense of peace and spiritual enlightenment. Augustine became a catechumen and was baptized by St. Ambrose. Then he returned home to Africa where he became a priest and then a bishop and one of the greatest philosophers and theologians in the history of the church. May that same spirit which led St. Anthony to give up his wealth and to enter into monastic life and which led St. Augustine to search for true love and eternal beauty, illuminate and inspire us in our own lives and in our own search for truth, beauty, and love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.